usually Sheriff asks the question, but he's he's in hiding right now, it looks like. Um, yeah, well, I, I always get yelled at for not letting you talk so much. So let's start at the beginning here, Brian. How did you, uh, you seem like you have like a, a very deep in with Theta. Where did your journey with Theta start? So uh, I went to school with uh, Mitch Lou when we were both uh, five. Papa's popping and locking. Magnum scrutinizing. Papa Max Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for joining us on episode 13 of the Pop and Mags Pinecast. Mags, we are up to 80 days since we've been told we can take our NFTs off of Theta Drop. 80. I think the I key thing in there is episode 13. So we've been, yeah. we've been doing this for more than a few weeks. We're past a couple. Definitely, <laughs> definitely in the few-week range there. And uh, yeah. we're, we're still going. We're just stumbling to the finish. I think we're approaching a few months. Is that accurate i feel like that's accurate it's gotta be yeah well we're almost yeah 90 days would be would be three months yeah i mean which is more than a couple it is more than a couple absolutely obviously a few range so yeah it is within a few range Uh, yeah we're we're certainly i think past a few weeks here at this point so are you gonna switch you gonna put the hat back on or what yeah i think i'm gonna have to right i I would think so i mean if you don't then they win yeah. All right. All right. You heard it here first, everyone. The hat is going to go back on. Here we go. Got to do it. Got to got to hold everybody accountable. You know, while we're on it, holding Theta Drop accountable, I would like to. I would like some answers here. You know, we put together. Well, actually, our community put together this gigantic list of things that they would like to see to little enhancements on the site. And honestly, the one that is driving me nuts right now is the listing for T-Fuel only. And everyone loves a T-Fuel pump, right? Do you love a T-Fuel pump? Well, I do too, until it pumps so much that now the NFTs that I have listed for T-Fuel only sell at way less T-Fuel than I wanted them to sell at. (laughs) Because I have to list T-Fuel only in US dollars and it just doesn't make any sense. So Theta Drop, if you're listening, can you please arrange it so that T-Fuel only means you get to identify how much T-Fuel you want to sell something for, not the U.S. dollar equivalent. Thank you. Well, sounds like you need to get to silver then because they're not going to do that for bronze. <laughs> Just popper, <laughs> popper, popper, popper. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, why, well. why would they? Yeah. So... That's my plea for the week, Theta Drop. If you can hear me, I would. There's many of us that would appreciate that, especially well, if T Fuel is going to pump. T Fuel. I don't know if you saw T Fuel. So obviously, we just talked about T Fuel pumping this week. The uh, our play tokens came out. Did you see that? Oh baby, did I? Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was some scary moments though redeeming them. If you go back to our uh, interview we had with Imagine Replay, they mentioned how you would be able to earn for watching on rewarded tv which i've which i've been doing for for a while now yeah uh, actually since that interview i believe Same and here. um right so you sent me a message you sent me a message i was at work and i was like oh man so i went home and because i didn't have my password and i want to reset it i went on there and i wait you left work for this yeah i mean i kind of <laughs> i'm kind of like uh 
Like, you know, it's one of those basic jobs where you, you go in a little late, you leave early. If you got to take off and do something during the day, then. And this was know. important enough, obviously. Yes. Well, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the token finally just dropped and uh, everyone's talking about it. So I, I go on and I, I, so I come home and I'm like trying to get this thing going. I, it says it will send you an email and you have 10 minutes to respond to email. I'm, I'm doing it and I'm not getting any email and I'm checking my spam. And nothing. So then I go back to work and an hour or so later, I still don't have anything. I was getting savaged by, I don't know, maybe Simple and, and, and some other people. Because <laughs> um, they were like, we'll take it to the Discord. Take it. I, and I was in one Discord group. They were like, take it to their Discord group. And I did. Yes. And, and, uh, and I then, did um, see you did. Yes. And then so uh, I, I mentioned it again and I go, I don't know about you all, but I use Yahoo, which is a pretty upstanding uh, uh, email server. I, you know, I dare you to find anything more secure than than yahoo and that was the problem (laughs) 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 oh man did i get emails after they fixed that yahoo problem but ill regards okay i did get i did get my uh tokens and last i checked on that i i was ahead of you slightly so are you serious yeah wow okay sweet nice yeah i've been uh i got i got uh wpt streaming you know all this poker talk might as well get some our play tickets our play tokens for watching some wpt on rewarded tv yeah i was uh i don't know what it stands for but i was uh at first i thought it was something like dirty because i'm not really good with acronyms but like i think i think bdsm is like some naughty acronym so i heard asmr i thought that was also something on that level but it's just like just weird sounds so i've been i've been watching that asmr channel on there so it's pretty. It's pretty relaxed. Oh wait, do you watch you watch the live channels? Yeah, like live TV. Yeah. Okay. You don't? No, I was. It's it's not live TV. It's it's pre-recorded episodes, and it goes from one to the next. You know, I was I did watch the live TV a little bit, and I was always curious. Like, is this really like catching it? Because in when you're watching it, is the screen just like little up top in a box? Yeah. It well, is. I mean, okay. I I just I didn't. Re- I was like, man, I don't know if it's if it's re- if it's like keeping track of this. It doesn't seem like it is because if I would go off of that screen and back onto it, when I went back onto it, it was it would be full size screen, and then it would just like go back to the little box on the top. This is weird. I, we're not getting into sports the screen thing. There. there are sports channels, but uh, you know, we're, we're last week we're talking about this Emerald and Empire Apple and. If you have this monitor or, or, or you're an idiot, then you could see it, but you can't see it. So it might be, you know, user error with you. It's definitely possible. No question about it. But yeah, uh, excited to have that. Uh, excited to have those uh, tokens now in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. It's very cool. Certainly looking forward. I, I poked around with their white paper today, actually, and, you know, just kind of looking forward to seeing what they got next there. They kind of hinted at some NFT drops coming and they hinted at some other other stuff that they have in the pipeline. So it's pretty exciting. If you guys haven't done it yet, then I highly suggest, you know, rewarded TV, rewarded dot TV, right? Yes, rewarded.tv. Speaking of uh, NFT projects, I don't have to ask if you knew about it because you're the one that told me about it late last night. <laughs> so uh, you, you want to tell everyone about this? Uh, did you get that free NFT? Last I night? did. Yeah, I just randomly, I was about to go to bed and clicked late on. Late for you. It was late, yeah. And I clicked on there and I'm like, oh, 
oh, this drop is live. I might as well check it out. And I went on there. It was like free. I was like, okay, I'll take one of the, <laughs> I'll take one of those for sure. But I did have a question about that because it was like well, there's five thousand of them, right? Yeah, I would. Well, one. Why don't you tell everyone what it was? Well, it was the Philip, uh, the Philippines Idol. Right. The stage. The stage. The stage. Yes. Not the same stage Part used two. in. Right, part two. Not the. I, I'm told we're probably not going to need it for any of Ivory's drops, but that's too I'm bad gonna, because now I'm going to get stuck on <laughs> stuck up on them just in case. I wasn't a fan of the other American Idol. I think it's cool they're expanding. I hope I hope they're excited in the Philippines about it. Yeah, no, this one's they 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 were selling tickets to it, and it looks like people are actually reselling and buying the actual tickets for the event. So oh no way. Hey. Yeah, though that's what part of the drop was. Sure. The first oh. ones to sell out were it looked like September 10th and 11th. I don't know if people think that that's the finals or if it is the finals or whatever, but I didn't get into it like that aggressive. Tickets were 18 bucks, but yeah, I just I oh, got yeah, a, so, I got a stage. Yeah, so we kind of go from it seemed like more US centric there China budged into the Asian market. Korea there's been some news now with Samsung. I I saw it today. Seems like that might start picking up soon and and then you know we got the all of a sudden out of nowhere the the philippines idol so and we're big in the philippines right four or five downloads oh i don't know i'd have to go back to the archives and 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 check it speaking of giving away nfts did you happen to see what mac tastic did this week yeah he was uh giving away floors right yeah yeah i mean we were just speaking about floors so now we can speak about other floors stage floors to Stage, stage floors to pine floors yeah, so you know, shout out to to Matchstick. He's really been, you know, carrying some weight here lately. He does this this giveaway on Twitter. He set up all those server rooms in the SPS Discord. It's yeah. it seems like it's bringing some life. You know, we've talked before about kind of how dead the SPS Discord really has been since yeah. Pine, since Pine Games. Yeah, and um, it seems like it's brought in some new uh, viv and vigor. In, yeah, in definitely. Denigrate. Absolutely. And people looking to try to get into the different channels and stuff, which, you know, that leads me to a question. You know, we had a little bit of a debate in uh, the Pine Goo channel. Should the child be allowed? It, it, all right. I understand that the, the owner of the child has a, a separate Pine Goo. But he's got let's like say, four or five of them. Yeah, he's, a, he's the Pine Goo king for sure. So, but let's say he didn't and it was only the child that he owned. Should that child allow access to the Pine Goo server? Well, you know my answer because this was very hotly debated in there. And unfortunately, I had the there was some people, there's a lot of people that agreed with me and a, and a lot of people didn't. But the damn shame of it all was we were in agreement on this on this. I topic. know it's it's unfortunate. It, I don't want to be sometimes it, it does. So they didn't want us to use our massive platform of the, you know, the the tens and tens of listeners out there, but, uh, you know, for well, that's what we're going to do anyway, you all may or may not know. So there's, there's custom or there's custom pineapples. or there's one of one with their versus the genitive with their different attributes that are listed. However, so there's the pine goo, which is like, like the baby Yoda. And then there's the child. So the child is from the Mandalorian and it looks just like, it looks just like it, except it has banana eyes which don't exist as an attribute anywhere, really, right? Like there's not in the background. Other. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no similar eyes like that, and the background color is is very different. Right. So they're saying that that person should belong into the Pine Goo Discord, which we Discord greed about, if 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 you might. Yes. 
No, we we're on the same page here. I mean, if you have whatever it is and you're sorting it, you know, you have each each thing gets to go into its own kind of pile. So if you're sorting pineapples, you have a, a custom pile and you have a pine goo pile and the child is a custom. It's it's labeled a custom. It's it's not labeled a pine goo. So in that sense, it would not grant access to the pine goo room. It, it would, however, grant access to a custom room which there isn't one for some reason. Right. And then do you want to talk about the the issue that came up, the big debate that came up in the uh, the Skulls Discord room for anyone who owns a skull? Well, go ahead. So apparently, I don't know who this individual is, but apparently somebody has a generative skull pine with a T-fuel floater. However, that T-fuel floater oh, is, in the, is in the person's <laughs> hair. It's not, it's not listed. There's no other T fuel floater that's not in somebody's hair other than this one. And he's like all the way back in the 400s. I've to never, me, this is the first to, I'm hearing of this. Yeah. Now, look, I don't have a dog in this fight. Everyone knows that. I would argue, which I don't like to do, obviously, you know. I'm, no, absolutely. I like not. to stay back from confrontation. Yes. But I would say you have, you're telling me it's an attribute, but no other attributes have. The floater in the hair. So you know we've we've discussed and and people have they've discussed and they've debated and they've debated and they've discussed the tiger blindfold. There's only two tiger blindfolds. Correct. In, right, and there's four T fuel glasses. So there's some with very limited things. So now this poor chapper or lass, they have this skull with this amazing attribute, but it's not it's not being reflected for what it is. So. Uh, I don't know who this mystery person is, but I think it's it's way rarer than Theta Drop Rarity is given a credit for, and I think it should be I think it should be looked at. Do you, should it be a misfit? What should it be, in your opinion? Oof, you know you're kind of just throwing this on me. I've never even really heard of this situation. Um, so Apparently, not... it's number twenty five ninety nine. So if anyone wants to check <laughs> out Skull twenty five or Pine twenty five ninety nine, you're gonna find this really crazy skull that you probably didn't even think of existed if you known it already existed yeah so in question i mean maybe we'll come maybe we'll visit this hot topic sometime again yeah i mean it would be great to have james on and, and be able to ask him that question you know right because i i did i did i don't know if you saw there you know how a lot of the theta team uh they have their own customs yeah there was a custom that i didn't see so all those customs haven't been opened and there's only some of them that we know about but then because maybe i wasn't as active in november december in january yeah february well i saw one and it it had it had the t fuel floater in the person's hair so you ask me it should be a separate attribute just like the theta staker and the in the theta um, what is it the holder theta and the theta holder one's in yeah. the left hand one's or one's in the right hand that's the only difference mm -hmm. so you would think if the thing's on, on the on the right side of the pine and that's classified as a floater well if it's in the hair i think it should be something else to me it just sounds like the rarest attribute out there but that's just me and um yeah i look forward to revisiting this subjects uh, another time yeah unfortunately i'd have to agree with you so let's move on 
Yeah. <laughs> Bad for ratings. Um, <laughs> so back to back to matchstick. Remember last week we had a little chat and we we spoke about which pines custom pines that we would want to have in our own wallet if we were be able to choose whatever ones we wanted right well i have that list here of what, what i chose and what you chose okay and i have where they came up in the standings we both had pine delorean mm-hmm. do you have any i'm gonna you want to guess where he came in i think i saw the list i thought pine delorean was like leading forever i think he went up second if he I did recall. he came in second I think Vader came in first or was it uh, he Paul? did Okay. No, yeah, it was so, yeah. Yeah. So it was Vader. It was Vader one, which I agree with Vader being in the in the top. Yeah, I like Pondalorian better, but that's fine. I'm not. I I'm like not them both. Man. Right. Yeah. Um. So then we also both had Deadpool, Dolepool. Dolepool. You know right. He came in fifth. He came in eleventh, actually. Oh. And then from there we split. We split big time. So I mm-hmm. had Ninjapple, and he actually came in third. I had Dark Viking. And he came in seventh. And I had Blender. And he came in 15th. And then you went out on a limb with Spider-Man at 22, <laughs> Homer Simpson at 34, and Hangover at 37. Yeah. And also, too, what I, you know, I was kicking myself after we recorded because it's just there's, I like so many of those. I like so many of them. And uh, I uh, I don't know if you have the list, yeah, but uh, I really like the uh, the Bruce Lee. The oh Bruce yeah, Lee, that one. That sick. one didn't end up very high either. Like not super high, I don't think. I don't I don't have the list in front of me of where he came in, but yeah, but that one's sick. And no so, one, I don't think anyone's ever listed him. Whoever has him. So just just get to the part you want to get to. I think you there's another part you want to get to on. This. Oh, you think there might be? There could so, be. There was there was one heck of a, a, a close race here uh, around the the, cent, the quarter century mark. Mm-hmm. We had we actually had Baller with his King OG. He came in twenty fourth place, and then point oh one behind him was none other than yours truly, Sheriff Popper at twenty fifth, and coming in point oh one behind me was none other than yours truly, Magnum Pineapple. At 26. How glorious is that, Mags? Well, um, you know, this is like, did you did you ever watch Guts when you were growing up? Oh, yeah, definitely. So they'd always go, let's kick it back to Mo for the official results. So they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, they'd be like, oh, and Steve and, and the red team. I'm trying to do an English accent, but I can't do it. But like Steve and the red team, uh, he came he came in one minute, 13 seconds, 13.567 seconds. Let's go to Mo for the official results. And then, oh, great, we got the results. It was the same exact time that you just gave, like every time, which is funny because it's, <laughs> it's pretty, you know, a lot of that stuff is pieced together afterwards, but it was always the same time. What was the point of that, though? Why did it bring guts up? I don't know. Ye. Oh, yeah. So they're clearly with, with, with something like this, uh, Mac Tactic. Mac matchstick, Mac a stick, who's just been on on fire lately. Uh, he's just in fuego completely. Yeah, uh, and he's not showing any signs of slowing down, which is which is great. Um, and he's been buying canisters too, but somehow not opening them. He's not human. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. He forgot to though. For someone very scientific like him, I'm uh, just pushing my glasses up. You know, I'm just getting this in. He there wasn't a margin of error. So I believe I'm definitely within the margin of error <laughs> of you. So this might go. This to wasn't like a, an uh, exit poll. This was a survey. Yeah, survey says. 
That's right. Indetermined, but it's very close. But oh, no, getting, I don't think so. Mo's, Mo's going to so. get back to us with the official results, and hopefully they don't stand. I don't think so. So I was just curious. Do you like the uh, the blue Viking? Or I'm sorry, the blue samurai? Like the red yeah. samurai, the blue... You like those? Well, I don't think the... I don't think the red or green samurai are out yet. Oh, no. Okay. So the, it's but the just blue the blue one and is. the dark. Yep. Okay. So there's a blue samurai, and it's, you know, I find it curious that there's also a, a samurai helmet in the generatives that is blue. Did you mm -hmm. never notice that? Yeah, of course I what about Now, what about the blue Viking? He's out there. There's no blue okay. Viking helmet in the generative. Yeah, it's not Isn't that crazy? Are you? Are we really doing this right now? Is this? Hey, okay. How do you like me? Okay. I don't. I don't like you. I don't like you at all. I hope <laughs> people understand this. So this is what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Hopper, I don't know, uh, Swampy's boy, he was saying that, oh, yeah, the he was talking about the samurais and the Vikings. And... One, they're all pretty. They're all pretty cool. Uh, no one's. I'm not. I'm not gonna argue. They're that all not. cool. Absolutely. They're all very cool. There's and no doubt cool. about it. It's cool. It's and it's it's basically more original because it's not really like it was built off of something versus like a Deadpool Dolepool situation, right? So, sure. So it's it's pretty cool. However, though, I think I told you before they labeled what the customs were. I saw I I saw the green Viking and I thought it was Link. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Sure. From, yeah, Legend of Zelda. But yeah, so you were saying that the that is the the Viking helmet is, uh, and it's not even a generative uh, the the Viking helmet. But right. I said, but I said the Dark Samurai helmet isn't generative either. Right. I started this. I started this thing of like, which one do you guys like better, the Dark Viking or the Dark Samurai? I prefer the Dark Viking. They're both really cool. But I, then I just mentioned, I was like, it's it's interesting that there's a samurai helmet in the generative set, but there's no Viking helmet. And then you started to do your thing and, and rip me for there not being a dark Viking or a dark samurai helmet. Well, so just for, like, for purposes of this, I changed it to blue just to I know what you're up. doing. Yeah, you tried to Jimmy Jam job, man. It didn't work. And I did. Exactly. Oh, no, it worked. It worked. No, because the other one doesn't exist yet. It hasn't but there's been still, But there's still no blue viking helmet generative and there is a blue samurai helmet generative okay but there isn't a dark samurai helmet generative there is that's correct and there's that no, is we're just gonna that that's correct. all i'm gonna i'm gonna edit the other shit out so this is great oh that's that's terrific <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but basically you're highlighting you're highlighting the fact that there there is no generatives of the viking helmets Right. Okay. That's the, but yeah, the exactly. Viking helmets aren't what's generative. It's the color and the helmet that are what's generative. Right. Okay. Right. That's fine. But there's none. There are samurai helmets. There's not a dark one, though. There's not a dark one. And but I would still just... take. And actually, do you know in the in the official poll which one came in higher, the dark Viking or the dark samurai? Probably whatever you want to say. No, the dark samurai came in higher. Did he? Yeah, I believe it was like he came in fourth or fifth, and and Viking Ooh. was seventh. Yeah, they're both. The, I mean, they're both amazing. They're really. I just think the, and I, I I can see why you like the the dark Viking better, but I think it's the background is just plays so well with the dark Viking versus the dark. Yeah, Samurai. and so, I like the I like the color of his sword and the sword that's behind his back too. Glow. And then the other thing which you didn't mention, you didn't mention, and I'll I'll, I'll definitely give this to you is samurai swords. Though there's only like. I don't know, ten or eleven of them for generative. They're they're gener they are generative. There is no of those Viking swords. Also, 
So right. I I will concede that, and I'll take the W. And... I will take the point. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, I had I had in my notes advantage Magnum, but I guess. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I no. saw that a few times this week. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> oh man, it was a. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, a little heartburn, little heartburn. <laughs> so it's actually funny that you uh, that you mentioned Swampy, because Swamp reached out to me this week. Your boy, and, yeah, my boy Swamp, and he's friend like, of the Pinecast, Swampy. Yeah, big time friend of the Pinecast for sure, and he's a he's a big fan of the Pittsburgh Knights. So he reached out, and he was he was wondering if there was uh, some shenanigans going on with this recent challenge. Did you see the 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 challenge that they had recently? No. No, I mean I only learned of the last one when we talked last time about that that race. I think it was like the 90th anniversary Zippo challenge. Like Zippo lighters? Yeah, the Zippo lighter. Yep. So if you had you had to have a car that had Zippo license plate and you had to have um one of the original ones that had a gold chain with the with the lighter on it and if you had one of each then you you qualify and you win um so i saw that it was coming soon and i didn't know when it was coming but as soon as i saw it coming soon i went and looked and it was like i think it was like 50 bucks for a car with a Zippo license plate and like 250 bucks for the lighter. So it would have cost me 300 bucks. So I went online and I saw you could get it for 175 bucks. So I wasn't about to, to do that, but, mm-hmm. uh, Swamp reached out to me and, uh, he had, he's on their discord. So he posted what they had wrote and it was just like, Oh, you know, the winner will be announced on August 15th. And it didn't really say anything else other than that. And then that's Monday, I think, right? Or Sunday. That's yeah. That's this coming Monday, which is a big okay. day for us. But <laughs> the, the challenge was already over on August 8th and one person <laughs> got it and it's already listed on data drop. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like, um, I know we've been talking about the Simpsons, maybe because I keep bringing it up. Yeah. Uh, but so, so, so Mr. Burns, they're at, they're at a, a minor league baseball game in Springfield. And um, there's a raffle for a, like a minivan or a, or a car or something like that. And they said, they said in the, and it was Marge was selling her pretzels, as we all know. And they said, and the winner of the car is seat zero 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 one C Montgomery Burns. So of course everyone threw the pretzels <laughs> at him. So what is going on there with the knights? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, we we offered our assistance. We we gave the shout out. We said somebody should reach out to us. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Where where are they getting like is this are they just like finding stuff in their office and they're like, oh let's give these away like in the most random way. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it wasn't the same guy that went up with the tickets to the uh, car race, was it? No, no, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> wasn't our boy. Okay. I don't know. I don't know who it was, to be honest with you. But there was. It was one. There was one. You can see it on there right now. It's one of one, but it's just this Zippo lighter. Like I don't know. I don't know I, zip- on the subject of the nights, you know your boy, you know Wiz, right? Sure. You- oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I, 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 I sent you a message. Well, I don't know if it was last night or whatever. And uh, yep. I think it was because I was getting I my so, yeah. uh, Philippine Idol uh, stage. So hope, like I said, hopefully Ivory does something with that stage. But anyways, I was like, oh, wow, there is uh, like, because also, again, how the hell do we keep? Now, ladies and gentlemen, we don't organize anything. This is the most unprofessional production. Believe me that uh, if it's not clear, 
and you think otherwise, it is very, we're very dis discoordinated. And <laughs> it, I hope, it, I think it shows in the editing and in everything. However, it's part of the now, charm. Back to swamp, it is part now, of the charm. Back to swamp ass now. Uh, Swampy, uh, once again, front of the podcast, your boy, aka your boy. And he he was telling us when he was on that he got to play, he had that funny story where yeah. he, he redeemed yeah. his 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 whiz uh, and he played um he, he played a game with him uh what was it um some kind of is it the car with the soccer thing yeah. or something like that i forget what yep. it's called I'm, I'm not a fan of that one and um so i think there was three of them so i was telling popper i was like dude there's one of these rocket tickets league. On rocket yeah. league uh, I, i'm gonna that's what i said so anyways i was looking i was like oh 111 bucks to there's uh to, to play rocket league with him and i was like Popper man, I go, maybe, maybe we should do this. And you're like, nah, I don't know, man. And the next thing I know, like, I don't even know, a couple minutes later or, or whatever, you go, uh, that expired. <laughs> it's like you couldn't yeah, redeem those it. Are, correct? That, yeah, exactly. That's expired. That yeah. The uh the time to redeem that is gone already. You know, I don't I don't know how much time they gave him for that, if it was more than a week, but who knows? Because I could see what Swampy paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, on there, which yeah. was which was a lot higher than one hundred eleven dollars and eleven cents. Right, um, but there's also a <laughs> date on there, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And it was so, like some uh, random Thursday at like two p.m. Yeah, that sounds a little dangerous. Being able to, because yeah, you can blame somebody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like someone's gonna buy that. Now I'm gonna have to go to Kyle. Like Kyle, I bought this in good faith because I thought I was getting. It. Oh well, you didn't. You know, you didn't read the thing. You know. Yeah, and but I, I mean, can argue that, but. Yeah. There should be some kind of thing, especially if it's especially if the only use case for it is to be redeemed and that's expired. Right. I, don't, I, I just think that's I think that's dirty pool, you know, and it's just a collectible at this point. Yeah, there should be, you know, it, there should be something on there to make it obvious. Like, you know, this time is expired. Like you can't redeem this anymore. Yeah. And, and, and not to kick the American uh, Idol one, which, you know, uh, well documented. I haven't been a big fan of. There, there should have been a warning when I when I bought a pack of American Idol saying, "Warning, you're about to buy a pack of American Idol." Uh, you know, had, had I got that warning, maybe that would have stopped me um, yeah. from doing that. And and I just, you know, like you're saying, how somebody bought that that coin from that individual for from Irish Challenge. With how do we keep going? How are we throwing back to every fucking thing we talked about? Uh, but but yeah, so we gift. talked about. I know. I, I have a gift. Some say it's a it's a curse. Yeah, but so the you know as mentioned last week, uh, we were just discussing this stupid situation. This stupid stupid situation. The the American Idol stage. Uh, you needed like two of them or something, right? To to get that, and only one yeah. guy did it. Yeah. And he wound up he wound up selling it, and I and the, whoever bought it allowed it to get burnt, so it wasn't going to be an issue. Right. And, yeah. And and so and I didn't, I didn't hear him have a tirade about it. No, nope. uh, and also, and also, too. Actually, it was her. Oh, I don't know who bought it. I'm sorry. Her, her. sure. So um, that was, uh, but that was that was cool. But then the thing was, after that happened, and I don't know if I mentioned it last episode. I might have mentioned it before, but Kyle reached out and he says, "Yeah, contact us, and and we'll we'll take care of it." Because the guy yeah, bought immediately. He bought the stage immediately. So right. yeah, like I said, like and. I I I jab Kyle here and there, but like he was super responsive to that and took care of it, and then that individual carried on. 
That um, happened on the post that I made. Yeah, I posted yeah. something. And then immediately Kyle was like, oh, reach out and we'll take care of it. And then it, it just turned into a train wreck. But yeah, props to Kyle and the Theta Drop team for, you know, looking to fix that as quick as possible and do and do what was right. Because obviously an Ivory Jones challenge shouldn't need two of the stages when, when there's only one available and it's 99 bucks. So it kind <laughs> right. of ruined things. Right. Yeah, definitely props. Now for something completely different, I'm, I'm oh gonna boy. I'm gonna hit I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with this because somehow this came up in Discord or Twitter or something like that. I think it was Discord or something. Just showing my I don't know the problems that I've had with you over the years. So I don't think any of this is going to be true. Just to you know, I get out, I get out try, whatever you, this is. You know, once again, I I don't like to say it, but I am I am humble. <laughs> <laughs> Super humble. That's how you know how humble I am. Because most humble people wouldn't say it, but but like me, I'm 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 gonna say it. I'm uh, gonna own it. And you know, so we used to do a lot of gambling back in the day, right? Fair, fair, fair assessment. Yeah, we had a little sports crew, you know, betting betting games here and there. Yeah, we had a, a going nice to the little, casino. Yeah, oh yeah, casino yeah. trips. Yeah, so twice a year usually. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So on one of these trips, I I just. I just once again, I beautiful mind the the blackjack table. I made a bunch of money, so uh, we all and usually it's tough to get me away from the table, uh, or it can be, I'm told. Yes. And but anyway, <laughs> so it was like time for dinner, and I go, uh, I'm like, you know what? Let me take my boys out to dinner. I, you know, I just clobbered this. So we went out to dinner, and I said, I'm gonna pick up the check. I think it was like McDonald's. <laughs> no, no, that was that was you guys the other time. Stop. Where you, no. yeah, I, that's a different. That's a whole Stop. other story. No, but it was it was a regular restaurant, and so anyways, we were about finished for whatever reason. Wait, so you're um, gonna let me off the hook for the first part? I'm oh, forgetting. okay, yeah. Let's okay. So I I <laughs> thank you for reminding me because uh, what happened was we're there and it's like yeah, anything you guys want on the menu, I got. So so popper. No, asks, no, that was not no. No, that wasn't well, a stipulation. This... There's no stipulations here. <laughs> I just said anything you guys want on the menu. So, no way. All right. Yes. All right. I said no. any, you guys. I'm buying anything you want on the menu. So Popper says. Popper says. Oh, I'd like. Oh, you know. Um, how? What size filet mignon or, or or whatever do you have? Oh yeah. And here we go. Yeah. There was no steak on the menu right away. He goes to ordering off menu items. They're not even on the menu. <laughs> so he gets the biggest steak he could possibly get. Bina's gracious and humble. I said, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pay for my boys. That's fine. You know, get the, uh, but I'm gonna say something about it because I, I said <laughs> anything on the menu. But and I let it, and I let it die there in the vine. We come close to uh, finishing this, this well. You know, taking taking my boys out, and I. This never really happens, but oh man, I've really got to go to the bathroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh our boy the hudson hawk uh i think i left my credit card with him i said i said i said hey can you pay her and, and, and you know leave her a good tip because i don't i got this stuff going on and he's like oh yeah he goes he goes oh yeah man i got you i got you. oh yeah 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 sure so i come back and I was like, okay, uh, what are we waiting for still? And they go, oh, no, just a few more minutes. And I was like, okay. I like you guys just really like chilling out, sitting at this table, whatever. 
and so they, you know, he gives me my credit card. I don't look at the bill because I'm just so gracious and humble. Next thing you know, <laughs> the waitress comes out with a bag <laughs> bigger, bigger than like an industrial, than an industrial, um, <laughs> bigger than an industrial luggage uh, thing or whatever. I was like, oh, what is this? And they go, oh, we got some sides to go. <laughs> I said, I said, excuse me. And they go, oh, well, you know, we're probably going to be hungrier later. So I figured we get this platter of all these different sides and we can just eat them later. And I said, this is where I had a, you know, humble's humble, but <laughs> taking advantage is taking advantage. And I, I said to the Hudson Hawk and, I, and, and to uh, Sheriff and, and the other the other gentleman with us, I said, I go, what? this is this is unacceptable. I said I was paying for dinner. I go. I go, Popper's getting off-menu steak. Now you get an STG's uh, sites <laughs> to go. And uh, I only paid for dinner. I didn't pay for freaking second dinner. This isn't Taco Bell. But I, I couldn't do anything. The card was already swiped. Taking care of people sometimes, they, you know, they attack my hospitality. And um, and I just oh. want to let people know before they – lot of there's a lot of Popper backers out there, and I just want them to know what they're getting into with uh, – <laughs> With a fellow like that, and it, yes, he did eat some of those sides to get sides to go later that night. No doubt about it. Um, I had a moment of weakness. It was not my idea, but uh, we were going over. I'm not sure who you're calling the Hudson Hawk, but we was, we, were, <laughs> we were going over to the Hudson Hawk had a, an apartment and that he had just moved into. And I mean, I'm telling you, there's nothing in the apartment, like absolutely nothing. So we were gonna we were about to leave the place and go back to his place, and we were just gonna starve if we didn't bring food with us. So <laughs> so we got some STGs just to make sure we were all right. Yeah. So that's. Setting the record straight is a good thing. So I'm glad we got that out in the air. Yeah, thanks for airing that out. Thank you. And we afterwards, I had a conversation with myself, and I said, we came to an agreement. We said, probably this is probably not going to happen again. So, <laughs> and it hasn't. <laughs> it hasn't ha- uh. happened since, but with a different crew, somebody got me with off-menu seafood salad. Ooh. Also, in um. In, in uh, the ABQ in Albuquerque, I was on Albuquerque, and uh, I, I had a nice score at a casino up there. <laughs> and um, we were meeting up with this. I was with this one guy. We were meeting up with this other guy and his girlfriend. And uh, I was like, "Oh, let me take you guys out to dinner." <laughs> at first, we almost went to like a California Pizza Kitchen, but I was like, "No, let's go to like a real restaurant." And then once again, I got up. I didn't give anyone my card. I got up and. The waiter comes by and he goes, oh, and here's your two seafood salads. And then the best part about that was he didn't even order one for me. He ordered one for the other guy. <laughs> so, oh, uh, so, yeah, so I've gotten hit twice with the uh, sides to go or salads to go, if you will. Ouch. But not cool, ladies and gentlemen, not cool at all. Well, it's just because you're so humble. It is. It is. So, <sighs> all right, Max. Well, I, I certainly enjoyed a uh, trip down <laughs> memory lane there. Thank you very much. <laughs> You had anything else you want to? Uh... Uh, quick, uh, quick shout out. I think it's just newsworthy, real quick. We don't have to. I don't have to draw this one out either. But um, there was three customs sold this week. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. How did we miss that? Yeah. So, oh, and it was like gangbusters. So there was, I think there was a triple S and a custom sold yep. for fifty five hundred each. Mm. And then all of a sudden, because you know NEC's been on a tear. 
The dude's still been on a tear. Then Baller, out of nowhere, buys your boy James's sister's custom, like, Scooby-Doo pine. Yeah, Audra. 15000 Cash, yeah. cash. Cash, homie. Yeah, and they keep saying, oh, I can't buy anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get killed. So I, I, I right. can't buy anymore. But both of those two characters, NEC yeah. and, and Baller, also friends of the pine cast. Um, Big friends. Very, very... Very, very cool pickup, and I... Uh, very cool. But it just... I said I was going to draw this up, but just real quick, I just find it funny that... And they both have fabulous collections, no doubt about Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. But they... But to each of their... Teach them... Ugh, to each of their dismay, none of them have completed the pin challenge, which I don't oh. understand. You know, I, I don't understand. And some of them don't have more than it's not just the T fuel pin. I think some of them may be missing some other pins. I I'd want to get my pin house in order. It is all I'm saying. But is that what a know, humble person does? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and then uh who uh who do you know who picked up those other two customs? It was uh P Barker for uh, that elf that elf had, and then yep. and there was an SS there was an SSS. Yeah. So maybe maybe uh we're turning the tide and uh this custom, these customs are going to start flying, and if the market goes back up, uh, you know these floors. I, I'm hoping these floors go up because nobody's got more than me. <laughs> yeah, no. I, hey, we're. Uh, I think we're we're all just looking for a little bit of news, and I, I'm assuming at some point we're going to get it. Hey, and you know, until then, we'll just try to keep ourselves occupied and and entertained with your antics and uh, stories dragging us back in the past and STGs. <laughs> Off many uh, steaks. Off many steaks. Which was delicious, by the way. It looked great. I wish I got that, but I learned it <laughs> for you. All right, Mags. Good time as always. And now we're going to come into the next segment where we're going to have the one and only URP. Oh, um, Popper, I don't know why I didn't tell you this, but um, we got a we're we have a little legal issue going on now with PNN. And oh we got to cease and desist on airing the URP segment. Oh, that, no. That, right. That segment's in limbo right now. So we actually... Well, who can we call? Well, you know, you mentioned uh, the previous week um, your, our certain individual won those tickets. Oh, yeah. Those tickets to the Golden Knights. He was the event. one of one. So uh, why don't you introduce him? All right. Well, let's see. Since we can't get URP on here because of the contract negotiations going on, let's uh, kick it with Brian Maser from ThetaCon. 22. After these messages. This week's episode is brought to you by Theta Pendants. Find the perfect gift for yourself or the NFT lover in your life. Choose from a wide variety of available options or inquire about a custom print. Each pendant is made of stainless steel and is shipped with tracking information. You can find them on Twitter at Pendants Theta. If you have a product you would like to exposure for, then promote it on Pops and Mags Pinecast. All right, Mags, you got a you got a monologue set up for no. the intro? No. I don't know if we want to wait. I just got a, I just got a message from a very cute lady who's locked out of her wallet right now. She has thirty eight hundred in uh, TRC twenty right now. She can't transfer it out. Oh, so she needs she, your help. Yeah, she just needs five hundred bucks, and then she'll get a wallet password. So. Oh, okay. 
So that's interesting. So how I gotta that works. Set up, yeah, I gotta. It looks like I gotta set up her wallet, and she gave me the the mnemonic, which is perfect. So I'm starting to like see a, more and more of those on uh, Twitter. It's like, oh well, how are you doing? Delete. You know, it's just yeah, another one of these. Ladies and gentlemen, somehow we got top of line guest. You may know him from Twitter. You may know him from the organizer of ThetaCon 2022. Is that a question mark or is that an exclamation point? One of. Yeah, sure. Okay. One one of. He's a one of one, but <laughs> he goes by Brian Mesa. Brian, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yes, uh, I do. I've been going by Brian Mesa for uh, a good period of time now, and it's been it's been lovely. I, I am a little bit jealous, though. We do have some great pseudonames that I just didn't even think about that coming into the Twitterverse. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. I kind of thought you just put stuff out there and you are who you are. Turns out uh, I've been doxxed since uh, <laughs> since before being doxxed. <laughs> yeah, I went on and uh, interviewed with Ultralight and just all the things he knew about me. I'm like, how the heck do you know all that stuff? Uh, oh God, I'm out there everywhere, I guess. Well, this is going to be a bit easier because we don't we don't have all the, the goods on you. This is not a professional production. Oh, no, no, no. This is, this is far more professional than I believe you all very much know. It's coming into its own. I mean, you have, as you've mentioned before, tens and tens of listeners. Um, and I and I've seen I've seen the ratings. So I think you got maybe two ratings on the last one, and it was uh, delightful. They were both uh, well rated. I think out of ten stars, you maybe got one and a half. But that one and a half was well thought out. Well, we're big in Thailand recently. I don't yeah. know if you I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah, and, and really, we're picking up steam in Michigan this month. It, it's insane. So shout out to Michigan. Highland and Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys out there. Between, the, between the, the rice fields and the wheat fields, we make it happen. It's all good. I mean, you're, you're not too far from Michigan, right? I, uh, not at all. I only know that because of one of the things we were speaking of recently, this Golden Knights challenge that mm-hmm. they had where they gave away tickets to a race in Indy and some random person actually happened to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, we were, we were kind of chatting about that too, about yeah. you know, a few days before the race, is this going to happen? And I saw that as well. And I thought, well, I've never been to a race before, but I live 10 minutes from the track. I mean, why not? You know, so let's go for it. And turns out uh, those tickets were really nice too. got a few sets of them and uh, went there and kind of walked around the track and did the whole noob thing. I think I posted on there too, uh, on the, on the old uh, Twitter to where it's like, wow, you know, all these people have either headphones on. I thought maybe they were wanting to listen to the race. Uh, they looked, they looked uh, pretty expansive. Like they really wanted to cancel out noise or noise around them just to uh, hear what was going on in the commentating, I suppose. And then uh, several of those uh, orange or neon yellow earplugs in. Thought there must be something to this. And uh, sure enough, as the first uh, pass of the race started, found out it was pretty noisy there. <laughs> so you may or may not have lost some hearing there. <laughs> yeah. So, I so that a portion of it and then walked around. So that worked out pretty well then. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Knights were able to find the one person that was able to go to the race that weekend. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And not only attend, but also enjoy uh, the race. So uh, that was a hundred percent effort and gain by them. And I'm thankful for it. So nice. thank you publicly on uh, the tens and tens of viewers here that I'll surely get back to them. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we tried to shout out to them to, you know, get them to reach out to us because, you know, we can help with this kind of stuff. You know, if it would have been put out a little bit earlier and I got it, you know, you know, maybe I can plan a trip to to Indy with a few weeks notice. But from a Monday to a Saturday, oh, 
on. Kind of tough. Yeah. We have some of the most random events that happen in Indianapolis. You know, one thing I was walking around, I live right downtown, so I kind of venture out and go try different coffee joints and you name it. But we also have an esports, huge esports uh, thing set up in one of the plazas. And I think right now it's for it's for maybe an NBA 2K23 or whatever it is. I don't know that's going on, but they have big competitions and tournaments here in town. I just thought that was crazy. I never even realized that. Mm. You know, well, Theta happens to be in the esport business. I thought, yeah. hey, why don't you guys come to come to Indy here? Usually Sheriff has the question, but he's he's in hiding right now, it looks like. Good. Well, um, I, I always get yelled at for not letting you talk so much, so I'm just trying to share here. Let's let's start at the beginning here, Brian. How did you uh, – you seem like you have like a, a very deep in with Theta. Where did your journey with Theta start? I went to school with uh, Mitch Lou when we were both uh, five. And then, uh, then I went to awesome. middle school with – No, these are all lies. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I, you know – I don't know, like all of us, it's it's kind of uh, our own personal journey and how that, that took place, obviously. But I think because the community is so tight knit and it's hard to, to one, trust people. I've got some funny stories. We can go into that with ThetaCon too. But I mean, just trying to to really understand if we've got trusted parties that we can work alongside. So that, that takes a little bit of time how you do it. But most of it was... I think through the ThetaCon platform, that's how I really started getting connected with some of them. But I was even talking to Kyle Laffey prior, just with maybe a potential drop that I had an idea of a nonprofit that was starting um, and how to kind of collectively fund. And this had to do with, because uh, I coach high school soccer. So it was going to be really entangled with that a bit and uh, fundraising for uh, different teenagers that maybe couldn't afford club and how to uh, progress their own local communities. So there was a lot that was going into that, and I was kind of pitching a few ideas there, but never really took off. But then kind of the whole Theta.TV uh, experience and being part of that for a few years, uh, and then that that led into a few Twitter conversations with one Mr. Rob Feldman, Psycho KO, and uh, that began the flourishing of the, the ThetaCon event, and then soon thereafter, a Doc Theta came into the picture. Very cool. So... How long ago did this ThetaCon event kind of start like in your head? Uh, we're not even a year in. So this is probably December of last year. Okay. Because I remember, you know, there was that uh, that elusive Telegram group that we were so excited to join <laughs> a, a while back. And I think that's where it was. Like somebody, you mentioned like the biggest or the worst kept secret in Theta yeah. is, what, is what you're referring to it. And I can't remember when that was, but I'll be honest, when you said that, I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think I, I mentioned that only because uh, T-Fuel Inferno, who's been a big part of this as well, he's a part of the, what, the TRS group? Yep. yep. And he had brought that up uh, to me, I think, originally. I said, really? Does, like, how many people know about this thing? <laughs> and, you know, that that's where I started thinking, it's like, well, you know, it's not like we've been private about it, but... Because obviously you've got to pitch the idea. It's a community-driven event. And if you're going to have a community-driven event, especially funded by the community, you kind of need some buy-in by the community that they want to do it. You know, So there was a little bit of that that was obviously taking place to even ensure that this was something pursuing or, or something worth pursuing, I guess. So that's why 
sure. I kind of mention it the way I did. So when you kind of started letting the cat out of the bag, it seems like the the reception of it has been positive, as far as I can see. You know, I, I know quite a few people that are planning on attending. Is that was that your experience as well? Yeah, yeah, it's been majority positive for sure. But then you know, from time to time, again the the trust piece plays into that. So are we going to trust Brian, Rob, Doc Theta, others? And if we purchase a ticket that it's actually going to happen, or if we buy this uh, initial fundraising NFT, is that going towards, you know, holistically towards the event? Those types of things, which are very reasonable trusting asks, I guess you could say. And absolutely. Uh, And I mean, until we have the event and people attend and I guess uh, agree that it was worth putting in all this time, effort, energy, money, you name it into um, I think time will tell, I guess, but I hope so. I really do. Sure. Now, with, you, you spoke about the drop there, and I remember there's 24 different NFTs that were dropped, right? Yep. yep, yep. Are each of those NFTs going to be represented at Datacon? I don't think all 24, you know, and that's up to the, the creators, obviously, for a variety of reasons. Geographically, you know, that's going to play into it. Not everybody's going to be, att- be able to attend a, a Florida USA event, I would imagine. Some of it, too, just could be, like, there's a lot. If, if you're not aware, happening globally right now economically. So sure, you know, depending yeah. upon, I, I've had lots of what if scenarios uh, presented to me throughout the remainder of the, the year here leading up to December. I said, you know, we can't really control that. It is what it is. And as long as we can get the, the financing backing of this, which we have to this point, and no reason to say we can't do it fully, um, then we're going to have an event, whether there's 10 people or 400 there. All right. That's, you know, hey, I completely understand that. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to even when it's a couple weeks away, you know, there's still so much that could happen in between now and uh, September. We're still a few months out here with December 1st or December 2nd. So I get that. It's a few um, months away. It is a few months away. Thank you, Mags. You, some could say a couple. Some could say Would a few. You, yeah. Well, this is actually a few, though. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely Here's a few. Four. Right. <laughs> Depending on when they hear this, though, it could be a couple. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yep. And that, the- yeah. So the the backstory too to some of this has been interesting. So I've got a an okay background, uh, I would say in uh, in business in uh, formation of business. Uh, my professional career is in uh, traditional corporate banking. Um, so I've been at a top five bank for seventeen years uh, in the payables receivable side of treasury management. So I see different business sizes. I see and talk to CFOs, controllers, treasurers all the time and understand how they kind of maneuver through their business and how they form them, organize them, all that kind of thing. So I knew how to form the nonprofit that puts on platforms like this. And I've got experiences in different conventions, conferences, you name it, and both uh, kind of hosting, operating, attending, all that sort of stuff. So like in connecting with Rob, he then has the experience with his background and say the, and you've seen him tweet these out. He went to NFT NYC, he went to Comic Con. I mean, he understands this stuff, particularly being on the creator side of it all uh, as well, and what might be fascinating and what would be interesting to have at these types of events and the meet and greets and the networking spaces and the entertainment value of it all. Um, so, all of that was coming together in our conversations. And then it was, how do we make this happen and where do we have it? <laughs> so, it'd be cool to have a, a sweet meetup of 40 of us. But if we're truly going to form a an entity to put on a platform event like this, then, you know, let's start to, um, you know, line up 
everything in a row from the business standpoint. And that takes time. You know, that took 30 to 60 days of getting articles of incorporation and bylaws and accounts opened and all of these things for people to really legitimately take you serious. You know, a, a funny thing in talking to a few of the hotels, but the one we landed on, which is at La Meridian, Dania Beach in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and working with that sales director, you know, we kind of talked back and forth and then uh, went down there to check out the site before we signed off on the contract, just to make sure it was going to fit everything that we needed to. And of course, that was over the course of a few months of just conversation and, you know, how are you going to get the financing for all of this, et cetera, et cetera. But as we're there and we're walking around and getting ready to sign the deal, the guy asked, so tell me, are you guys like the furries? <laughs> and I thought, seriously, that's what you think blockchain and, and stuff is all about? I said, no, we're not the furries, um, although that would be an exciting event as well. And surely we may have attendees that are part of that crew or maybe, you know, even want to dress up and whatnot. I mean, it was just funny to, to hear, you know, we are still so early is what I'm getting at. <laughs> There's still a lot of yeah. people who have no idea. A big part of this too is kind of on the education piece of it all as well. I'm not from a like formal education, but much more about the... Uh, I don't know, the the natural engagement uh, of it all, just uh, understanding what it is, touching and feeling theta, everything. So that's kind of what this this whole thing's intended to be. And maybe some this year, but also years to come too, which will be fun. Cool. Just out of curiosity, do you, are you envisioning this to be like creator centric or is this more like theta drop centric or theta in general centric? Like what is, what's the the main theme here? So uh, it is around the Theta Network community. So that is going to uh, engage those groups that you've just mentioned, along with investors, along with business entities, organizations that utilize the, the Theta Network. So anything that would say powered by Theta Network uh, intended for those communities as well. So there, there's quite a bit. It could also be businesses that are looking for financing. I could see that like this year will probably evolve a little bit more around some of your creator space and maybe the upcoming because the the 4.0 upgrade is happening you know the day before which is kind of a funny coincidence too is um, it the day before or is it the year before the state of we're not sure if it was december of this year or that was you i think it's this year oh was that just me Sorry. yeah it's it's definitely the day before yeah uh, which is why mitch and je won't be in attendance at least for the first day or two there's a chance you know mitch could take the red eye and be there sunday morning well that would be pretty cool yeah, and, yeah, for sure. Know, we, we'll definitely have Mitch, Andrea, or not Mitch, I'm sorry, Wes, um, Andrea, they're already committed to be there. Uh, Kyle will be there to the best of his ability. I think he's got a few things uh, going on as well, but we fully anticipate him being there too. But to, to get back to your kind of original kind of inquiry, I should say, you know, what it's what it's intended to be, and the reason I call it a, a platform so to speak, for ThetaCon is we we want it to be, a, I don't know, a, a week of events or convention of, of, of events to where you have days that are dedicated to specific spaces. So we could see in years to come to where you have a day that's dedicated to the creator space, uh, dedicated to the streamer space. So if you think about like hands-on workshops and really interacting and engaging with those that want to be a creator on the Theta Network or those that want to be a streamer on Theta.tv or just utilizing the Theta Network to stream. How do you become uh, a creator or a, or a streamer? But how do you be a better one as well? So that would, in, that would incorporate having those that understand the, the building parts and pieces and design of Theta being there from Theta Labs. 
So representation from them there on those specific days. Um, also, those that have uh, done very well on those uh, different uh, source, I guess, uh, platforms. But then also uh, having some like newly released, uh, maybe even theta upgrades or enhancements or things that uh, people that are attending the event get first dibs at. So if you think of some other conferences or conventions, when you go to them, usually get exposure to some, you know, first dibs or insight to some new things that are happening, enhancements and you name it. I could also see days that are dedicated to investors and just wanting to do good discussion and dialogue and wanting to not necessarily pay for, but line up to be in attendance to, to have some good dialogue, one-on-one discussions with Theta Labs at this event. Um, I've also, we've also been pitching around the idea of, if you're familiar with Shark Tank, what about those businesses that they could lead up to the event and proposing their business idea? on the Theta network. And then the top 10, for example, would in person uh, do a uh, presentation to a panel of investors that want to supply financing for pieces of the business and to help them be successful and to, to launch those. And then obviously probably have a hackathon, you know, one day as well. So things like that. So you can imagine what it can be uh, as you build it up, in addition to having its own kind of ecosystem too. So for example, for advertisers, sponsors, let's say they purchase a, a sponsorship uh, this year. And then as they, they lead up to the event, they only want to use a, a portion of that sponsorship this year and then carry on some of that advertising for the following year. Well, what if you had, I mean, you can use tokens in this case for that, or just some sort of uh, delineation to be able to, to parcel that out. Or, or maybe something happens to where they decide not to do it next year and they want to sell their advertising space to somebody else and be able to transfer that. You know, we can do that through NFTs or through tokenomics or whatever it might be as well. So you could see that happening in addition to, Obviously, you kind of have a smaller marketplace in person when you're there. I mean, with all the different exhibitor booth space and tabling and meet and greets and just uh, merch that people will have. I mean, you could see a lot of that happening as well, too, as it gets bigger and bigger. So it's kind of just the beginning idea generation of it all. Yeah, I mean, it sounds I'm looking forward to it for sure. And, you know, I'm hoping that nothing crazy happens between now and then so that as many people as possible can can get out there. Sounds real cool. Uh, yeah, what about you, Max? What about me? Yep. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I would think at minimum, we'll probably have a few hundred, even if stuff hits the fan. But more than likely, we'll probably sell out the venue, which is roughly 350, 400. Speaking of selling out the venue, that, you know, we talk about tokens. We talk about Theta a lot on this on this Pinecast. The tickets, uh, it seems like there's been a lot of chatter on the boards about when are the next release of tickets coming out. Do you have any insight on that? Unless I missed yeah, something. Yeah, so we have not publicized this, so... Let's make an executive decision here. And uh, well, you know, it just depends on when this comes out. But for for you and insider audiences, I suppose, we are releasing our, our second drop here. We think that'll kind of go throughout maybe um, the, the summer and fall too, but through our website. So thetacon.org, anticipating that dropping on August 20th. Uh, so that's what we're looking at right now. So you're the first to hear that. Uh, we're saying that out loud today. So uh, we also mentioned uh, Popper and you were also talking about the Thetacon 22 NFTs. Now, I don't know if this is a selfish question, but by chance, I, you know how there's been like, you know, because, you know, you're you're the main guy. You know how there's been like different like raffles for, for these tickets yeah. or these these um these tokens or NFTs?
NFTs. Is there, I didn't hear anything. I remember the initial, there was like an initial list of who's participated. And I noticed uh, Secret Pineapple Society wasn't on there. Do you know if they are going to be participated in anything? Well, we've certainly reached out. Is it, is it James? Uh, yep. Rare Robot? Yeah, yeah. And I know he's been really, really busy and kind of moving all over the place. I think the entire community understands that. So it's, it's really up to him if he wants to. We haven't, uh, I haven't personally heard back. Um, it's not to say that he hasn't been in contact with Doc or anything, but at the moment, we haven't anticipated anything. But there's still there's still plenty of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yep. If, if, and that's, that's open to all creators. So, I mean, there have been some that have done multiple. So you, you'll see again and again, if you own their specific NFT, it's an opportunity for them as creators as well to engage their community in, in helping out. And by the way, you know, a shout out again to all those creators. Every single T-Fuel in this case. Uh, has gone to the ThetaCon uh, event. You know, even Open Theta for hosting it, they would typically, I would think, anyways, charge you know a portion of that. The creator kind of benefit, the whatever else, a hundred percent of the the T fuel purchased with all of those, and each transaction is is going to the event. Oh, that's which awesome! Has been incredible. Yeah. So yeah. that's why we continuously say that was the uh, initial fundraising event because that was the full intent. Now we're getting additional benefits from holding some of those NFTs for sure. But the intent there was to raise funds so we could actually do this thing. Cool. So I know uh, I was trying to like nudge Popper because he always, it seems like he always starts this unless I like blacked out during this interview, which is possible. Uh, but I, I don't think so. Usually Popper will ask, how did you get involved in Theta or NFT, NFTs or crypto in general? Do you do you have a do you have a story to share? Uh, yeah. So you understand I, I came from traditional finance banking understanding. I started in investment sales. So I knew about uh, fiat currency products. I guess I'll put it that way. I got red pilled, so to speak. <laughs> uh, in about, uh, I want to say it was 2016. Uh, and I stumbled upon, uh, what's his name? Mike Maloney, goldsilver.com. Uh, his, uh, what is real money or hidden secrets of real money, uh, series, which is awesome. If people haven't seen that, they need to check those out. And I couldn't stop watching them. They're like, I don't know, 12 episodes, 10 to 12 episodes, 30 to 45 minutes. And I, I also in my formalized job, uh, I, I manage a development group for, uh, recent grads, analysts that come in, interns. I, I hire and recruit a ton of people. And every single one of those groups, I highly recommend that series. It is just amazing and opens up your eyes to what real money is and kind of the whole fractional banking system, debt system, you name it. At any rate, that's where I got red-pilled. And then, um, you know, as you're like looking at YouTube videos and stuff, it says, hey, if you're interested in this, you might be interested in this other thing. Sure. Well, that then turned me on to uh, Big Swear and Road to Ruta. And that's how I got introduced a little bit more. Well, I mean, Mike Maloney talked about a few cryptos. So that opened my eyes to what cryptocurrency was. Thought, okay, yeah, cool, whatever. But I was still not really convinced that I wanted to get into that world until really listening to Bix. And so I've been a subscriber of Bix's for, I don't know, three years or so, four years. I don't even know. And so that's what turned me on to Theta is through him. Gotcha. Wow, yeah, I tried to turn Pop around to Bitcoin in 2016. He said no. So he was a he was a tough holdout. <laughs> That's well yeah, documented. Was, Thank you. <laughs> I was definitely buying and selling. Uh, I think at the time Ethereum over 2017, as it was uh, going up, I saw a pattern that was happening weekly that it would go up throughout the week, and then you'd sell it Friday evening, Saturday morning, and it would dump Saturday. Not sure why, but then Sunday morning you could buy it again and do it all over again. So it was just like 10% gains each week, and then you had the the tragic dump at the end mm. of 2017, of course. It's, it's crazy. You would think 
like the whole quote unquote conspiracy theories of, you know, whatever, but it is almost to a T anything you see on CNBC, it's almost just do the opposite. <laughs> Whatever these guys come out and say, you do the opposite, and it's almost guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, I remember back at the hype in December 2017, they played a thing, and it was like, here's how you buy uh, Ripple. And it was like right when Ripple was at its all-time high. And you wouldn't you know it, like just shortly after that, slam. You know, like that just slammed the door on everything. Yeah. Well, I got something about Ripple, too. Actually, XRP was the first crypto I got into. I totally forgot about this. I think before I even got turned on to Bix or maybe while I was watching Bix, because maybe that's how I figured out how to get it, I guess. But because I work at the the bank I do, we were in we were in one of the first financial institutions in relationship with Ripple Labs. And remember, I'm on the treasury management side, so I'm close with all the product people. So I'm like, wait a minute, if we're with, if we've, if we've got a deal here and we're working with Ripple Labs, then surely we're going to use these XRP tokens, right? Because that's how you're doing all the international cross-border payments and you name it. So I was digging into that and I kept poking the product guys to say, hey, you know, what more can we, and this was, you know, back in like 2016, 17, something like that, 2018. So I'm kind of poking at them a little bit. I go out and buy it, you know, as much as I can thinking that's what's going to happen. I wasn't getting much from them there. Then I read into a little bit more as to how we were using it. And we were really only just using it, not for the tokens themselves, but the X Rapid, X Current, you know, whatever their systems were for transferring the data back and forth. Yeah. Sure, yeah. you need the tokens a little bit to do that, but it was mostly the actual Ripple Labs business that we were partnering with. And we we were the first bank, I believe we claim we're the first bank that actually made a transaction through uh, Ripple Labs in you know, whatever uh, format they were using. But I got to thinking, because I've been in TM for years, like, well, wait a minute, if this is supposed to be faster, cheaper, and that's the whole selling point here, like that's not at all what banks want. Banks want slower, more expensive. You know, we make our money on fees. We don't make our money on faster, cheaper. That's not how we do things. <laughs> so that's when I I dumped XRP. I was like, I'm out of here. This is this isn't, I don't think it's going to do what a lot of people think it might do, but that was just my own opinion. <laughs> uh yeah, I stopped paying attention to them after I um, kind of came to that conclusion. And obviously, people can do whatever they want to do. And I've never sure. deterred people away from any of that. But, you know, I wasn't sold on it. And I soon found Theta anyways. And I was like, I'm all in on Theta. This seems pretty legit. The only thing, if anyone out there knows, I would love, I have 19.9999999 XRP <laughs> on my ledger. That on my ledger right now and i'd love to get that off it before you know it hits 589 yeah uh, a coin so yeah i will forever have 20 ripple stuck because <laughs> they don't for whatever reason they don't let you take like you have to leave 20 on i don't know oh you I know what a, i think i, I did a little too, bad now that you guys yeah. say that yeah my on my ledger nano yeah i think yeah. i thought it was maybe 25 but it could be yeah you're right <laughs> I was gonna say fifty, but I trust I trust Magnum on this one. It's, it's probably it's probably twenty. I the numbers, you know, it's a beautiful mind thing. So it is a beautiful mind thing. It is. Well, when it goes to you know a million dollars a coin because we've inflated the U.S. dollar to infinity, then I'll sell it if I can get yeah, it off. If we can get exactly. it off, <laughs> yeah, that's, that'll be the problem. <laughs> I don't think you'll be able to get it off, but yeah. just uh, I I wanted to go back to uh, ThetaCon real quick. You know, it took some convincing to get Magnum to join us at ThetaCon, but we actually had uh, NFT Theta Purveyor promise that there was going to be a hot tub that uh, Magnum could uh, broadcast live from. Is, is that true or false? 
Oh, that's um, false. I don't. There's a very nice pool, and it's in Florida, so it's going to be warm. I don't know if there's a hot tub. I can't remember hot if there's. Yeah, see, there's a hot pool. They have a really nice workout facility and like a yoga area and all that too. So, I mean, there's got to be something around there. They've got enough water bottles. We could heat it up and make something happen. <laughs> Indetermined. And it does not, you know, negate the fact that in your room, there's definitely a tub with hot water in it. So <laughs> there's usually a solution for all of these problems. We can make it happen. Now we just need to work on the red carpet for him and the helicopter entrance. And he's a job. <laughs> yes. Maybe we well, shouldn't it be like a blue carpet? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like blue and orange. Yeah, we can make that yeah. happen. That's another. Well, you, you would want to put your red carpet on top of the blue carpet, if I know you. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah. When Magnum shows up. I would. Yeah. But I mean, that's for everyone saying. else, the commoners though, they need a, <laughs> like if Mitch decides to come, he can, he can, he can use the blue carpet. That's cool. <laughs> so Brian, I mean, what we're, uh, we are a pine cast here and we're a couple of pineapples and, and you are also a pineapple. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm 40 deep now. Wow. Yeah, I'm so, a big, where did you do? Where did you come up with that number, Brian? Forty by forty. Yeah, I, I turn forty next month, so I just I don't know. Uh, I I really only grabbed a couple initially, um, and I thought well, this is great. I love these things. And then as prices just have kind of fallen, and I'll pick up another one here and then here, and you know you get addicted to it. Yeah, I mean they were selling for like two thousand all day for a while. The, the cans. I remember like the the first drop that that happened. I think I got, well, I only got one canister, but I think I ended up selling that canister because it, they went so, they went high so quickly. Yeah. Thought, this is insane. You know, we got them for like two, 300 bucks, whatever it was. and 200 bucks. Yeah. I think and I ended were selling up selling for like 1500. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, selling I, for like 1500 immediately. It was around uh, uh, Thanksgiving time. At one point it was like, I think it was like 24, 2700. The, the cans were going for. Yeah, some went over three thousand for a time. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I really regret that too because those first ones I think held a lot of the good stuff. Maybe that's just my own <laughs> misbelief, but I don't know. Like, man, I should have kept that one. So I ended up buying another one um, just because I wanted the initial kind of feel, and that is one of the greatest feelings. And this kind of leads into like the whole NFT space, anyways. When you have the opportunity to open up packs, I mean, World Poker Tour, that whole drop. I have way too many of those things. And it has everything to do with just <laughs> opening a pack and getting the cards. And just reminds me of baseball cards growing up. And there yeah, was a time right. I was even buying Pokemon cards and watching streamers do it. Because I was like, oh, this is great. This is fun. And then I realized, why the hell am I spending a couple thousand dollars on Pokemon cards? Oof. So I ended up just giving them to like a neighbor's like daughter or something like that. But it was now fun opening rich. them. But now I'm he up to, yeah, it just, it just happened. You know how it is. Oh, yeah. We know. Trust yeah. me. I'll forever keep my uh, first one. It's kind of like, uh, it reminds me of a, um, oh, what are they called? Uh, it's like uh, uh, like somebody, one of the gangbangers from California, they button their top button. And he's got like one of the, the knives that he's getting ready to hit somebody with. And he's got a teardrop in his glasses. I was like, oh, man, this is cool. So uh, there is definitely a story in your wallet 
as far as pine goes and i don't think anybody knows this story and i don't know if it's a story that you want to share but you have a pretty special pineapple in your wallet ah uh, yes and no one I knows do. how it got there i mean there are there are 40 of them in there and they're all special in their own way yes oh, not to discriminate against any pineapple because every <laughs> pineapple is absolutely special but yeah you know, i'm assuming some, you're talking about duke i am yep. talking about the duke that is yeah, correct the duke so in working with uh blaze over the last uh a couple of months. I'm sure he's got a few different screen names. I forget. But initially, Will too. Yes. Will too. Well, Will. Yeah. Um, too. So I want to say it was maybe four or five, maybe four or five months ago. I don't know. He could tell you. But there was. I have one that's like a pirate with the floating tea fuel, and then also my yep. first uh, bond suit one that I have. I like the bond suit. Yeah. All so, like does, so does Max. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I think they're cool, man. That's what I want my uh, zombie to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, you never but, said that in the first one, though. You never called I've that before. I've said it since. I've said it since. Let's get back to the guest. <laughs> Ryan, please. <laughs> well, I'd worked with uh, Will because I, I noticed he had a couple really nice ones. And I was like, hey, I'm in a spot now to where I'd like to purchase a few of these from you. You know what? You know, we kind of went back and forth the whole the whole thing. I think everybody does when they're kind of negotiating on some of those deals. So it was cool. So he and I worked out a deal for those couple and he was super nice. He sent me uh, even uh, a couple t-shirts because he's got that like whatever merch business he has with it too. Yep. Yeah. And so I got a couple of t-shirts with those pineapples on it, which was awesome. Um, and I sport those from time to time. And just obviously over time, you kind of keep in touch with people, especially someone like him, because he's heavily involved in the SPS space amongst uh, a few others in Theta and NFTs. And just uh, came upon the opportunity for uh, a Duke deal in time. And, um, you know, without going through all the details, uh, the finalization of the transaction occurred. Now Duke is is with uh, with me. So it's it's interesting. And I'm kind of working on a, a few other things that'll take, I'm sure, some time, but would love to, to make something happen. And I kind of alluded to that, I think, in one of my messages. Uh, I don't know if it was in the Discord or I think it was in the Discord to where I'm trying to work out something long-term to, to make a, a story about a few things, but we'll see. Cool. That sounds cool. I have no idea what you're referring to, but yeah. And, you know, going back to the poker cards, I did happen to notice that there were quite a few poker <laughs> cards in your in your wallet there and i did but i also noticed that you had a darren chip is that something that you were able to open uh oh uh, i mean redeem well did you open was it from a pack no okay i think we got that from the challenge so i oh yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So you had to on the the Darren Elias drop, you had to get so many of the the things or whatever. Like all the different Darren, basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I think I had to purchase, I don't know, maybe ten packs to make that happen, and then I got the Darren Elias uh, chip, which was worth it in itself. Um, yeah. So at this kinda, point, for sure. There's only yeah, twenty. Yeah. And actually, um, I also was able to win one of the five one on ones uh, with Darren. So oh. I, I've already redeemed that, and I'm waiting on for when that time will be which i'm sure it's like after all the world poker tours that he does and whatever the tournaments he's in but i was kind of hoping that i could get it before ThetaCon and say hey, man, what are you guys doing because uh, i do <laughs> I, I somehow uh tony dunst and i we converse uh over twitter and there's kind of a whole backstory with wpt too with obviously they partner with theta on some of the things and uh with ThetaCon, it's like hey it'd be really cool if we could do something and kind of utilize a few different things well without going into to, to too much detail around that we're trying to to see if it would be worth some utilization of maybe even some part of the the redeemables that they have so i don't know if that'll happen this year i think there's too much of a cost to 
to kind of engage WPT with some of that. And we've got a really penny pinch with regard to, or T-Fuel pinch, I guess, uh, <laughs> with regard to the funds that we have for Thetacon so we can make sure it happens nicely for everyone. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't really get too much into the poker. I have a, I have a gold chip, but I was curious if you were a poker player just based on that. Is that is that something that you've been into or just mess around with? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I've got a background in mathematics. Uh, and then uh, I grew up acting, singing, all of that sort of thing. So like those two combined both very well in card playing. Um, sure. So that's uh, when I was in uh, undergrad, that was when it was 2000 to 2004. That's when um, uh, Moneymaker won, right? And it all blew up. Uh, so we would yep. play poker every night. Um, so that was just kind of what we did as a pastime. So yeah, I'm, I'm big into poker. Love it. Um, would love to get into some of the tournaments and I kind of noticed along the way too, if you go to like club poker or not club poker, uh, what is it? Uh, WPT's online poker yeah. stuff for free. Like I don't pay for their service or anything, but I play for free on there, but you do notice there are promo codes in there. And then obviously just given how some of the NFTs have worked with like through the passway sites and otherwise, like you can see to where there's going to be opportunity for WPT NFTs that you hold certain ones that are going to gain you access to tournaments online, if not in person too, but mm. certainly gain you access to potential either diamond or VIP or whatever status without having to pay for it. Well, so, I'm pretty sure that that's what your Darren Elias chip does, because I believe the golden chip does that too. Once, once you redeem it, um, you get access to WPT.com. Yeah. So that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Which will be pretty fun because I've got, I've already redeemed the gold chip. And I'd love to be able to, like, I've got the box in my hand too. I'd love to be able to use that at ThetaCon for something, cool. um, which would be cool. I don't know if that'll happen again. Like there's a 10% chance maybe, but I'd still want to raffle it off to, to somebody who'd be cool just for free, give it away. But then I've also got, I've redeemed one of the black chips and I've got another one that I got from another, because as you can tell, I've got a ton of those cards. So yeah. it's just a matter of. Um, I'd been collecting them over the, the course of the year and not even knowing these challenges even exist. It's like, well, you never really know. What if I get like every common, every hollow, every, you know, whatever. And sure enough, that's kind of paid off with those things too. Well, shout out also to Imagine Replay and Rewarded TV because WPT is is on there. And once I, I know I made an account there at the Rewarded TV and I've been watching some of the, the WPTs. They just kind of are on in the background a lot of time. It's, yeah, it's got me. I used to play some poker. I haven't played in a long time, but you know, it's a, it's a fun game to play with some friends for sure yeah i know uh theta zilla club uh does a thing every friday so i just uh been yep. trying to attend some of those which has been really fun because a lot of the guys are on camera and we're talking and you know yep. you just get to kind of shoot the stuff with everybody it's pretty fun yep i did i have caught a few of those and played t fuel inferno is uh is big there he likes to seems like he likes to play poker nice so just digging through your wallet as well i i see you're you're pretty decently into passaways as well oh yeah yeah i think i got maybe 25 of those i don't know i've just always liked uh a few of the the projects uh, sps for sure passaways world poker tour my open theta or my metamask wallet i've got a, a few out there too with like mystic gurus and some others but kind of just get into what you can and now i'm kind of getting yeah. to that point of i can't get into everything like, exactly I'm, I'm out of fiat currency we'll say <laughs> you huh. know, so it's kind of yeah and even if you're not, I mean, it's hard to spread yourself out into so many different projects because then at that point you can't stay on top of these things or, you know, there's so much 
life is so busy as it is. And then to like, you know, I got to check this, I got to check that, you know, it's like, oh, no, I missed something over here because I'm not paying attention. So I, I definitely found that myself. And, you know, I feel bad for some of these like more recent drops. Because I think a lot of people are feeling like that. The the people that were on Theta Drop early, you know, originally it was just like, okay, what's next? Like, you know, I'm, we're just all hungry and everything's getting eaten. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you know, beginning of this year, we start to hit the wall and you can see things they're starting to fade out. So some of these some of these projects, based on the timing of when they dropped, didn't get as much of a reception as they probably would have during a different time, just because, you know, the hype of the original drops um, weaned off. And, you know, for the, the episode that just dropped recently for us was the Twitch Pixel Studios. And for me, it was great to get these guys on here because that's kind of why we started this podcast was to get projects on, to give them a little bit of an opportunity to explain what they're doing to people that don't have the time to really dig into a project. I mean, I personally didn't know anything about that project until they came on. And then I was like, oh, wow, this is actually pretty cool. And I wish that I would have known about this prior to. But I hear yeah. what you're saying about being spread thin with time and with money as well. Well, and I think there's there's still very much an opportunity though for people that are into all the other ones, even if there's not as much exposure to them, because in due time, one, we're just way too early on all this stuff, right? So not everything has come out to show what these things can do. So a couple of years down the road, you're going to be rewarded for being a part of some of these communities that you're you're otherwise not, that you get to be in the OG status or whatever it might be to gain you access to a lot of things, or at least have these assets, you know, multiples of them other people are just trying to get in. So, but that's with any investment or any initial community entry point, you kind of have to pick and choose and you go there a little bit, but you know, being a part of ThetaCon, you kind of get exposed to all of them. So I do try to dabble in every community best I can, or if I don't, at yeah. least knowing that Rob and Doc and others are, you know, so that we're, we're spread around as a, an entire group with just about every community. So that's kind of our intent there too. It's hard to please everybody. You're never going to oh, do yeah. that, but you know, everybody's yeah. got what they like too. The only person that can please everyone is Max. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm getting too Hollywood for everyone. It seems like they feel like I'm high roading them now because I have an opinion. I've been so. trying for a long time to get a custom. Like I've, I've told you guys in that uh, yep. chat group. It's like, yeah. I don't know if I'll ever get one of these things. You know, I started buying the canisters because like, I'm, I just can't afford some of the prices that are up there. But lo and behold, you know, I've probably bought like 10 canisters. <laughs> so I could have gotten some pretty nice ones by now, but it turned out okay. We but Brian, if it makes you feel any better, <laughs> yeah, you're going to pull one before me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to give it a few more. I got to give it a try a few more times. I, I, I don't know. The excitement of opening those things is just, oh. it's too much. Um, did you happen to see the survey that MacTastic put together about? I did. The, yeah. Did you were you able to take the time to do that? I did. Yep. Yep. Can you uh, can you just in, enlighten us on like if you were to get if you were to be able to pick any three, which ones would you go for? Pick and you don't three? have to pick Duke because uh, you're yeah guy. yeah don't yeah, pick yeah. Duke. Um, well, I'm absolutely drawn to uh, the turtles. Um, so I like okay. Um, just because that was like my childhood, um, really appreciated those. Oh, I know I'm missing out on another. There was a couple other that like, oh man, those are so cool. I would just totally love to have my hands on those. Are they character ones or are they more like just 
because you got a, you got a bunch of like customs that are not built on characters then you have a bunch of like characters i think they built say it again magnum i'm sorry oh no so yeah so i I think you you got exactly what he's saying he's like there's ones that are like based off characters and the ones that they basically james basically made the characters because they didn't really an alter ego of them really hasn't existed like the turtles right that's they're called something different obviously but you know versus like uh like a dark samurai or or something right oh yeah 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 Yeah, i think i'm drawn to the characters but again that's because of nostalgia i think more than anything else um the other ones like uh from the karate kid danielson i mean that one i just like too but again it's because i enjoyed karate kid growing up so sure i i got a feeling there's a cobra kai one out there somewhere oh there's got to be i in fact i I thought the one red one was but it's because that looks like ken and ryu from uh uh, it is. Yes, okay. they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's definitely. Yeah, there's definitely a Cobra Kai, and I'm pretty sure he's got a No Mercy blindfold. Oh, that would make sense. Ah, yes. Gonna have to open some more canisters. <laughs> Get cracking. <laughs> Still a few out there. Can you pick one? If there was one turtle, and it doesn't necessarily have to be your favorite turtle, but what is your favorite turtle pineapple? Can you pick one? Um. So pineapple wise, probably Donatello. Um, really? but I think in general, I, I like Leo just because he's the kind of the rational leader of them all. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm a Michelangelo. I'm more of a party dude, but the, and I'm not big on people who smoke popper, but, um, I, that Raphael is yeah. a smoke show. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That does like body his uh, personality for sure. Yeah. If I was going in that genre though, I'm going blender. That is a nice one too. Yeah, I, I do really like that one. But I, I try not to be a, uh, I try not to be drawn to like the, I don't know, the bad guy in the things, you know what I mean? But that yeah. one looks too sick. It, it really is really cool. Yeah, that one is. Yeah. I actually so prefer that one over. A... Things that we've got to uh, satisfy here. Uh, I both rated you both five. So, you know, obviously. Oh. <laughs> good. Um, but then, of course, uh, you know, I, I'm a little bit more drawn to Magnum here because in March uh, or Pine Madness, I was on Team Magnum. So, you know. Great to hear. That was just a, mm. a part of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't really know how that was drawn. We just kind of just picked it random, right? So I was a part of Team Magnum there, so we kind of went there. But I don't know who was partial to the pineapple on pizza. So I, I'm just saying this for my own opinion. Then whoever gets this gets this, I guess. But I do like pineapple on pizza. There we go. Ouch. They're coming. The millions, tens and tens of people are coming out. Pineapple on pizza. I agree, Brian. I, yeah. I, I don't find anything wrong with it. No. There was an official Twitter poll, though, where you lost. But that's that is story. that is true. But, you know, people have their opinions, I guess. You're going to leave mitigated. it alone. No, yeah. I'm going to leave it alone right now. That's fine. Yeah, cool. I'm still, cool. speaking of, I'm still trying hard to get a sponsor for ThetaCon that is a, a pineapple uh manufacturer producer of either snacks fruit snacks whatever so huh. i have i and i actually made treadway if you remember this in our uh, telegram discussion like four months ago i did connect with a uh, regional sales director at i don't know if it was dole i think I, it was at dole i think yeah. it was yep. yeah and yep. connected with him on linkedin and he was responding back and forth and then sent him the whole kind of spiel as i was getting his attention and he was responding and then got ghosted so I think that went nowhere, but I thought for sure there might've been just a, I was like, Hey, if you ever needed, you know, a sample test group of say 230 to 50 year old 
primarily men that, you know, <laughs> want to get into pineapple snacks. Hey, I've got the place for you. You know, it's a testing ground. A uh, bunch of middle-aged men that like Magnum. <laughs> it's like who wouldn't want to you know you're sitting there you're you're watching tv you probably have a a beer ski or a a seltzer water or whatever you know is your choice and then you know you get the urge for a a snack accident you know who's not going to reach over for uh, a juicy uh pineapple uh you know piece of whatever i don't know in an easy to open canister yeah yeah i'm actually a huge pineapple fan like in real life too just not on pizza you have one of those spiral cutters sheriff i actually do yeah the thing is amazing it really is um but yeah i mean it just seems weird that um brian so you said you know business background or or was it just like banking yeah yeah both yep both yeah so it just seems weird with a lot of companies more and more companies are trying to get into the metaverse it just seems like a no a no-brainer if you're involved in a, any kind of pineapple operation that, oh my God, there's these secret pineapples. And, and not only that, you have like, you have these custom pineapples that look like IPs of, of real things, but they're not. So mm-hmm. you could use them in adver- in an advertising campaign. And so you don't even have to build anything from scratch. It's or- it's already here for the taking. Maybe we are early, but it just seems like, you know, the, the pineapple is there, but they're just not paying attention. I hope Dole's not going to come back to you. Not General Dole, but like, oh man, um, this guy Brian came out to me getting into the pineapple NFT space. And uh, man, my life my life trajectory really changed and now we're now we're like a blockbuster nobody wants us anymore everyone's getting their pineapples from whatever um, <laughs> del monte so, del, del monte yeah like if they had a han solo pine del monte solo that would be cool when yeah. james if you're listening del monte <laughs> solo right after the that's that's after the zombie though well, yeah, well i don't told, those big companies though they have such regulatory compliance you know red tape that they've got to go through and they really do have to vet out all these things you know we're still years away from a lot of that for sure i mean for sure especially because we don't even have the sec or uh cftc or whoever coming out with clear kind of definition around all of this stuff it's just insane I think it's going to be a few years still. All right. Well, I'm not. I'm not selling anytime soon. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll wait. Yep. Yeah, we'll be here. Unless I get locked out of my ThetaDrop.com user, like I did Theta.tv. Like, um, so on the stream for a while, I, I bought a PC specifically for Theta.tv stream uh, back in March, maybe April, uh, because I knew this would be a great kind of weekly thing just to provide updates, whatnot for ThetaCon. Well, within a month, my I think it was the motherboard is what they determined was faulty. And so I couldn't turn on my computer. So I had to send it back to Sky Gaming. I mean, I spent like a couple thousand dollars on this thing just to have a really good PC <laughs> for this thing. Yeah. And it was a month later, I had to send the thing back. So I was out of commission with that. So I was using my <laughs> Mac Airbook or whatever to switch in between my accounts for Theta.tv. And so every time you do it, you have to do that secondary verification. Oh, You know, so now I've got my PC back. And I was getting ready, building out the badges and emotes and everything else that we were going to um, start uh, sending off. And today was going to be the first one. Shout out to ThetaZilla Club. We, he, he provided a really cool uh, surfing Zilla that I'm going to give away. That'll just be delayed to next week, though. That'll be really cool. And there's going to be several others. And now we have Pops and Mags uh, emote that we're going to be sharing with people as well. Probably maybe have you all on that stream. We'll see. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm flattered. So one thing after another. We're getting there, though. I don't know. There's like 
three or four or five admins in Theta.tv and they have to like communicate with the developers and you name it. So we're waiting on hearing back from them. But I put it, I, I cue it up to the fact that Theta Labs has much more important things to do, which kind of stinks for Theta.tv streamers. And I've heard that for a while, like from a holistic viewpoint, it's pretty awesome. It's like, there's a lot of stuff. And I, I'm kind of blessed with a little bit, not necessarily insider information, but I'm certainly close to a lot of conversations with people to, to know kind of a little bit what's in the works. Not like big deals or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, because I'd probably get in trouble for that. But I just mean like their approach to the people they're talking to and everything else. And there's just a lot that could unfold before even ThetaCon and next year and you name it. And that whole entertainment space and Web3 and you name it. It's just too cool. Sweet. Well, before we wrap up, I know you had teased a little bit earlier that you had some funny stories surrounding ThetaCon. Was one of them that guy about the furries? Was yeah, that- one was definitely the furries. Another one was like, why did we pick Fort Lauderdale? So this goes back to poker. Um, I noticed that WPT, keeping in mind the timing of this, right? So I was thinking this up in December, January, February. So SPS had just dropped and I think Passways or whoever the next one was, but there weren't that many drops, right? So sure. I remember WPT and I was a big poker. So I was thinking, hey, you know, it'd be really cool is if they had their tournament the same weekend and maybe we could sponsor one or two people to go through a tournament and like share or stream how they were doing as we had the ThetaCon going on. So like looked at previous year's tournaments at that uh, uh, Hard Rock Casino that's right there as well in Hollywood, Florida. It looked like the week after Thanksgiving. So I just reached out to, I sent an RFP out to um, Hilton Hotels and Marriott's and I got a bite and that's why I went with, uh, there was a couple that we had, but this one had the right space for it, La Meridian. So we ended up going with them and it's only like four miles from Hard Rock Casino. So no matter what, I mean, there's stuff for people to do who attend. I mean, that's right. There's a ton of stuff to do anyways, but there's just different things that we could do. But at any rate, that was, uh, I was thinking, man, that'd be really cool if they would come up with it. So I was bugging like Tony Dunst, who's a commentator for WPT and who's on Twitter. And I noticed he had a, a profile pic of some NFT. I don't even remember. I think it was a big gorilla or something. So, you know, I was hitting him up on DMs and everything else and just asking Kyle a little bit more about it and trying to figure out who was the WPT kind of marketing promo person just trying to get out the schedule for that because they don't release those schedules but like i don't know four or six months in advance so i just took a stab at it for the december 2nd through fourth weekend it's that surely they won't have that tournament over thanksgiving that would be that would be not smart right you know how many people are they going to get there maybe that's a thing i don't know well it turns out they released the schedule and it is the weekend before over thanksgiving so i thought (laughs) figures um, but maybe that just frees up because then they don't have anything that next weekend and it's the following after uh, ThetaCon where they have another big tournament out in I think Vegas that they're doing. So it's like, hey, you guys are freed up in between. Why don't we do something? So we'll see. Again, that's yeah. probably like a 5-10% chance of anything, but eh. It's worth asking, right? So that, that's been kind of a story in itself and just how that came about. You know, obviously, since we had the venue, now we got the place and everything else. Florida kind of made sense to us anyways, just given all the insanity around everything over the last couple of years, you guys know. So that was kind of a big reason for Florida a bit too. We've been targeting Austin, Texas, and we have been talking about uh, Vegas as well, obviously, but I know how expensive this one's going to be. I can't even imagine what Vegas expensive would be. You know, we're a few years out for that one. Well, 
don't we have it in there with Resorts World? Yeah, that's what I mean, at Resorts. I mean, I guess if they wanted to donate the space and, and time, that would be great. But otherwise, I think just hosting something there is going to be insanely expensive. Hey, Mags, uh, get a call into Katy Perry. Let me write this down. Yeah. Katy Perry. Yeah. Get a call <laughs> I think, you know what, I guess we'll just put this out to everyone. We probably should, we should probably actively engage with, with Katy and retweet and, and comment. You know, maybe she'll finally get the message. And if we get her on, then maybe we can lock that Vegas, that Vegas or that Sunshine Square deal up. No problem. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'm just waiting on her people to get back to us. Uh, the request is out there. Okay. <laughs> I'm waiting on a few as well. They have a few a few less followers than Katie does. So Yeah, I think we could tweet all day to her. <laughs> yeah, mostly because she never looks at it. It's her admin, her 1,000 right. admins that look at it. Yep. And the, the admins wouldn't see it either, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who, who pop here? You've gotten the attention of uh, whoever the metaverse person from CAA, right? Well, CAA. yeah. I mean, we, we share a surname. It's yeah. Joanna, Joanna Popper. So <laughs> I did actually get a reply from her when I first I retweeted Andrea. Andrea and she was like welcoming her and Joanna did re respond to me and then I responded back uh you know trying to get her on here but you know getting ghosted so far but hey you know you miss all the shots that you don't take so exactly. I was willing to, to give it a try yeah and in all this is me being uh real I've been shocked about the amount of people and connections and network you can build on Twitter and just the responsiveness you get from people. And it actually happens. It's It's been crazy, the people that I've met along this journey. I never would have thought people would respond through a social media platform like that. And they do. Very cool. Well, is, there, is there anything else you want to uh, get out here while, while we have a minute? Uh, well, so we mentioned the uh, ticket drop August 20th. Uh, so we'll have more of that. It's going to be happening through our website, thetacon.org. Uh, so we're excited about that. Just a continuation of uh, solidifying those deals. So of course we got the all-inclusive one still with one king or two queens and then the event ticket uh, as well, tickets. So that'll be happening. We'll have some additional, we'll have a, a promo video that'll kind of kick that off too. So we're expecting to release that here in the next week or two. Uh, so be looking for that uh, in the Twitterverse. And then additionally, we have uh, more sponsors and booth exhibitor spaces that are confirming and uh, we'll be announcing that stuff through August and September. So, and then Lastly, I guess, since we've been talking about the agenda, we are putting uh, an agenda on the website that'll be there over the next week. So I know uh, I'm working with Rob on that now, and he's uh, getting some things up there. And we're going to build that out throughout the summer. So as more exhibitor booth space, panelists that are a part of the bigger speaker sessions, and then we've also um, promoted some of the tablings. So those are just the, all you have is a table and a couple chairs, uh, primarily for streamers and others that want to be there for meet and greets and for their community and whatnot. All of that will be pretty cool uh, to continue to showcase and share different opportunities. And I think a lot of the communities are going, sub-communities, I would say, are going to have special events too over the weekend. And we're going to promote those the best we can in addition to what they're doing. So a lot of stuff happening and we just want to announce it when we can. Makes yes. sense. I'm confident that we will have the attendance that we're looking for. I think what we're gauging, this is the first inaugural event, you know, really just trying to gauge from the community, what do we want to be going on over the weekend? 
So we're going to have a lot of Theta Labs kind of insight and what's coming in the, the upcoming year. We're going to have some good speakers. We've already announced uh, Andrew Lunday and kind of what he's going to be kicking off with small and large companies that are utilizing the Theta network. And with Andrea uh, coming on board here with Theta Labs, she's got a lot of good connections that will promote, connect in along with Wes and others uh, within that dialogue and those panelists. So that'll be really fun. In the afternoon too of Saturday, we're really leaning on a lot of the metaverse dialogue. So as you've heard from G-World in the past, you've heard from, I don't know, all of them, Tigons, Passaways, Gurus. We keep talking about it with Pineapples. Uh, we'll kind of have to see. There's a, there's a lot of people that are getting into that space that I think will be some fun, not just discussion, but showcasing that'll take place. So that'll be all really cool too. Cool. All right. Well, hey, listen, we we appreciate you taking time to, to join us here and to, you know, just kind of get to know you a little bit better and, you know, understand some of the inner workings of what we're looking forward to here coming up. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. And if it's any, you know, a thank you to you all. I typically go to bed about 930 uh, p.m. So staying up because I, I want to be a part of this and you guys are awesome. Well, much like when we had Ivory Jones on, we appreciate you staying up past your bedtime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> things in a place we get up at, I don't know what time he gets up, but I get up at 4 a.m. I'm chatting with a lot of people in Australia, Europe, kind of go from there which has nothing to do with my day job it has a lot to do with blockchain and nft space i mean a lot of fun people awesome very cool all right well we won't hold you up any longer but thank you so much for for joining us and we look forward to to what's to come man cool sounds good all right take care all right, thank you, you. You have been listening to the Pops and Mags Pinecast. Music provided by Sushi Cat. Like what you hear? Send that cat a very nicely worded compliment on Twitter at Just Add Spam. Pops and Mags is a scumbag hat production in association with Kyle's Hot.